How are you, mate? Mate, I'm good. Good. And had a very big week, but glad to be here recording the podcast as always. Mm, it's great. Uh, sorry, I was just uh, sipping on my peppermint tea. Don't worry, I've got my hot chockey in front of me here, so I'll be uh, sipping on that yeah. throughout the episode, it's no doubt. And our pressure point mugs, as everyone can see, that's watching on YouTube. So Buy uh, those now. Yes. Um, but no, it has been a great week. How good are the semifinals? Mate, unbelievable football. I think some results we may not have expected. Well, one we didn't expect for sure with the Brisbane win, but great games of footy. I mean, just good viewing all around, and that's what you expect come finals time. Yep. And you uh, have moved into your new place as well. Yes, yes. Especially a homeowner. Yeah, fresh homeowner now. I've got a mortgage on my hands, so I'm yep. going to start uh, spending a bit more diligently, but... Glad to have moved out. It's uh, it's a bit new for me, moving away from home for the first time. But me and uh, my girlfriend, obviously, Elisa, the marketing manager of the Pressure Point podcast, have moved out together. So exciting times. Yeah, very good, which is um, it, it was it was it was dampened a little bit, though, which, you know, is always a shame. You want things to go smoothly for you. But I mentioned to you just before we recorded that uh, first night after moving out, I was uh, I realized that someone had hacked my Disney Plus account. <laughs> so it was a real... Uh, there's <laughs> a real dampen, dampen, you know, dampener on what was a great, a great couple of days over the weekend. Um, moving in and getting all the excitement happening, and then go to flick on Disney Plus, and bang, someone from Spain named Gabriella has uh, logged onto the account and changed everything into Espanol. So I couldn't understand a single thing, and it was yeah, it was it was a nightmare. But that was is she, all behind us. What was she watching? Just a lot of yeah, a lot of kids shows. Oh, really? So okay. she's made her own profile. I thought if you're going to hack someone's account, you get to do it on the low and just use someone else's existing profile. Yeah, you know, maybe if I'm watching and I go, I remember watching that. I just go, oh, just yeah, you ignore it. But mm. they've made their own profile and everything. They, I don't know what the thought was going to happen, but had to do the old log out and you know change a password and log everybody out of the account and all that. So wow, yeah. And but, then mind you, I changed all the language back to English. I go to watch a show. And I start speaking in Spanish, so that's going to change the audio back to English as well. I thought it would all happen in one in one yeah. hit, but no, it didn't. Have you just had your you left your login details somewhere on on the internet for someone to just use? Because it feels maybe. like she's just done that way too easy. Maybe this is a given, but a lot of people that know me know that most of my passwords are fairly identical. So yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah, and maybe it's slipped. Hopefully, it's not my bank account, but. <laughs> The Disney Plus is just step one. I better check my Netflix and uh, well, everything else I may have. Don't blame the mortgage for your bank account. <laughs> yeah. The mortgage doesn't touch the sides, no. mate. It's, it's all the money I'm losing through the bank. Well, probably the bigger news, new digs. Absolutely. New yeah, studio. well, this is uh, the former bedroom. Same building. Same building. New just, room. Just uh, new room. It's probably an upgrade. Yeah. Um, well. It's our own private room now. We get our own... Uh, our own space, our, our own furniture. It's all, um, it's all happening own, here. Our own sketches. Got our own well. sketches, our own cutouts that should be stuck on the wall. Actually, we they just should. we don't know how to do them professionally enough to do them justice. Mm. So we've just got them hanging by a peg at the moment, but we will get those up. Yeah, no doubt. So but, yeah, all this wouldn't be possible without you moving out. So no, well there you go. You're welcome. Yeah, I did so. it. It was a selfless move. Yeah, I didn't want to move out. I wasn't ready, but for the mm. podcast, it's anything uh, for the podcast. Absolutely, so mate. I'm liking it in here. It's um, it, it it's feel, different. It feels it's different, but. Feels right. It felt weird walking in the first mm, time and not having a bed in here, and mm. well, actually, the TV is still there, but yeah, um, yeah, it felt weird. But yeah, yeah it's definitely uh, a move for the better. I feel. Yeah, that's good. It's good. All right, let's get into it. Absolutely, uh, let's do it. Why are you so nervous, Marcus? It's all right, mate. <laughs> good day, chick. And I'll just say, right, I have to say, good day, toots. Did the t- boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy it. 
Episode 113 of the Pressure Point Podcast. We are flying through our episodes, 113. The 100th episode feels like a long time ago now. I don't, I barely remember it. It was that long ago. It was, when was it Queen's birthday? Was it the live stream? The Queen. I think that's the biggest news. On the last ever Queen's birthday, it was our 100th episode. I think it was. Yeah, geez, that's something special, isn't it? It's the King's birthday next year. Yeah, well, do we still get the Queen's birthday holiday though, just to commemorate? No, it? Well, are you sure? I, I, I don't know. I'm asking. I'm I have sure. no idea. I think they're changing everything that is Queen to King. I have no idea about the monarchy I could be wrong. or what it means yeah. for us as Australians, other than the fact that we have an extra day added to our long weekend. Which is fantastic. Well, Grand I mean, final week of it all is, weeks. It is fantastic because I think a lot of us needed time to really mourn the Queen and what she meant. <laughs> no, it's great because it's great because it's a great time to have off, but. A lot of people, myself included, this Saturday technically isn't a public holiday. And I know for me, there's still a chance that I may be working grand final day. To make up for the Thursday. Well, no, we're, we, we always open. On grand, even not, on grand final day. Because it's not a public holiday. You're right. So if there's enough work on for that day to justify us opening. It's just un-Australian though, isn't it? Well, a little bit, yeah. Un-Victorian. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly sure before one of the two grand finals I went to when Richmond played, I worked one morning. Wow. I could be wrong. I, I, I don't. I think I've maybe told myself that I work to make the story a little bit more, you know, a bit more mm. behind it. But yeah, I may have worked before one of the grand finals. Wow. I know I definitely did for the Collingwood West Coast one in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah, we could be open grand final day, which would be annoying because I don't want the Thursday or Friday off back for one day and then have the Sunday off again. It's like let's just do the four days. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's great. It's it's yeah. It's crazy to think that they put another public holiday. The day before an existing one. Well, you think it would be the Monday because I'm pretty sure the Queen's funeral is the Monday. No, it's the Monday. Yeah. 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 So that's why the Brownlow's moved. Yeah, exactly. So you think yeah. you would have the public holiday then, yeah. if anything, because you want to give people time to mourn and that's the reasoning behind the public holiday apparently. So let's have it the day of the funeral so people that are actually interested and are actually mourning can watch the funeral. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, silly decision. I don't know what Elbow was thinking, but... Yeah. We're not politicians here on the podcast. We but, just talk footy. No, nah, the, the the coverage of it all is getting a bit, a bit over the top, don't you reckon? Uh, like, yeah, she, look, I mean, it's probably easy from our point. Like, we're not. I know, we're but, not big fans of the Queen. Not, not like we we're not against the Queen. We just don't really care. No, and like she was ninety six. Like, time was ticking. She was not far off. Father time know? was chasing her. Yeah, like, I don't think it's too much of a shock. You know, I don't want to sound. You know, like no, we're fr- not, rude we're not, or anything, but we're not saying we're happy just, she's passed away. No, obviously it's massive. Like it's massive. Of course, like the, queen, the, the queen, the queen's died, but it's the queen of England. The way the ca- like the news coverage of it all, it's like it's been like a, a tragic accident's happened, like something awful. Yeah, I know? mean, we were talking to your mum before this, and she was saying how the um, hysterics behind Diana dying were bigger than that's, this. That's different. But that's different yeah. because Diana was a shock, she was tragically killed, and, and then of course all the the controversy and alleged accusations behind the death of Diana, obviously. Yeah. Which we're not getting into, but yeah, that that was a different spectacle altogether. She was a young woman. Mm. Queen was ninety six. Yeah. I mean, like I said, she was serious innings. Yeah, better innings than a lot of well, the majority of the population. A hundred percent. So she's not. She's done very well, and you know, she was a leader for oh, since just after World the War Two, wasn't she? Yeah, very long time. Yeah, long time. There you go. Long time to be at the top of your game. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, man, well who would have thought career, we'd be talking about the Royals on, on the podcast? But <laughs> Definitely yeah, here not. We are. I don't think I've spoken about the Royals this much <laughs> ever. In general, ever. Yeah, in general. So, 
but let's talk. Let's talk footy for an absolute royal performance Ooh, on the Friday night. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. I didn't mind that. That's not bad. The royal red and blue. Do they have royal in there? I don't know. I don't in their theme song potentially. No, you're the theme song king. I am. I am. No, I can just serenade you with the theme song. I don't know all the lyrics. Royal blue and gold. We will always. Yeah, they do. For they do. Victory. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah they, they do. do. Well done. Well, uh, I was right. All right. Yep. Let's talk about them. Absolutely. That was crazy. Well, they've, de- they've debunked the myth that Brisbane cannot win at the G. Yeah, of course, in a final. Absolutely. Well. I mean, of any time to do it, of absolutely. Mm. I mean, go back a few weeks ago when they coughed up the lead to Richmond, and a lot of people were saying, well, they can't win a game like that. They're not going to win a final there. And they've just proved everybody wrong now. Yeah. And they beat Melbourne, who everybody. Um, I think they were everyone's favourite on the night. Yeah. Well, Melbourne were absolutely dominating the first half, really. They just... And it's not the first time, but they just couldn't yeah. get the score on the board. Yeah. Which hurt them. Just kept Brisbane in it, and they just kept knocking on the door. And Brisbane just... That third quarter, especially, they just turned the game on its head. It was it was it, good to watch. They played some scintillating footy. Well, it makes, it, it makes you excited for what they could potentially do prelim final week mm. this Friday night. Like, yeah. it, it's... It's scary. I mean, you look at this man on the screen here, and for those aren't, who aren't watching, it's Charlie Cameron. He had five touches for the game, but his influence was second to none. I mean, you'd think he was the best player out there almost, and then you look at the statue and you go, oh, he only touched the ball five times? Yeah. Kicked three goals, one. Huge. Like, that's, yeah, he's just had a massive impact, and it, they've got players like that that don't need to necessarily rack the footy up a lot to have that kind of an impact. Yeah. But the biggest one for me was Melbourne's decision to take Brayshaw off Lockie Neal as that hard tag in the mm. first half, which was working. I think Lockie Neal had nine touches at halftime, potentially, something yep. like that. And They've taken him off and just... And he, <coughs> oh, the cough oh, is no. back. <coughs> two two weeks straight. Just a small one. Small one this week. Yeah. But yeah, and then Lockie Neal just kind of... I think yeah. Spargo went to him, I think yeah, it might Yeah, Lockie Neal ended up tearing the game apart in the second is, half. No surprise. I understand you'd want to get a player like Brochure into the game, but you've yeah. also got to realise what letting a player like Lockie Neal into the game could do. And I think Melbourne have the players and the midfielders that allow someone like a Brochure to play a tagging role for a game. You don't necessarily need him, you know, doing his own thing as much. Albeit Petrarca wasn't 100%, and mm. that was very obvious. But, yeah, what, what did you think? I don't know. I think Melbourne have... I mean, there was a similar story the week before against Sydney, wasn't it? Mm. Where they started well and Sydney just, yeah, dominated the second half. So, not to be honest, the whole second half of the season has been like this. It has. So, what, what does this mean for Melbourne now? I mean, they've gone out in straight sets. What? Where? where I mean, I, I'm, they're still going to contend. Yeah, that's you can't, not, that's ro- not you can't write them off. That's not up for debate. They're still going to contend. Yeah. But, yeah, who knows? It's a tough one. It is a tough one. Like, I, yeah, you definitely can't see them falling off a cliff, but... Geez, a straight sets loss when you're you know, arguably the, the premiership favourite, the reigning premier, um, both games at the MCG. Oh. Against away sides as well. Yeah, exactly. Does that upset you knowing that you know you probably would have beaten Melbourne if you played them instead of Brisbane? A little bit, yeah. And then you would have played Geelong. Been there, done that. Tigers would have gone all the way. Oh, look, I think, I think any team on the right night on the you know could potentially go all the way this mm. year. That was that's the thing about this year's final series. Yeah, it's a little bit disappointing we didn't get the chance to play Melbourne at the G. I think at an MCG final we would have been pretty hard to beat. But end of the day, Brisbane beat us. Yeah, and it's true. You, you know they they've done their job and they've gone and played good footy the week after they yeah. backed it up. So yeah, and let's not forget. I mean, it's easy for a Richmond supporter like myself to still be a little bit salty about the game, but 
that was an unreal game of footy. Yeah, and was. both teams were really good throughout the whole match. And Brisbane obviously continued yeah. that form into this week and knocked off Melbourne and they're in a prelim now, which has been a bit of a, a stepping stone they haven't been able to get over. Yeah. Well, they made the prelim in 2020 against Geelong, funnily enough, but this was at the Gabba. Um, and that was their best chance to win that flag, wasn't it? The Gabba year. Well, that was it. Everyone uh, was talking about that was their yeah. year, 2020. Now it's been flipped. They've got Geelong at the MCG, so maybe... A bit of revenge. A bit of revenge. Geelong beat them over there. Maybe Brisbane can beat them here. That would be an interesting story, wouldn't it? But Geelong out in another prelim. That would be good. <laughs> just just to see, speaking of... Uh, oh, I would love to see Brisbane in the well, grand final, to be honest. Speaking of kings and queens being dethroned, just to see Geelong get knocked off that perch yeah. they've been on top of for the last 15 years, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. What was it out of the last 15 pre- prelims? They've only, mi- they've only missed lost three or something. Missed, yeah, missed four prelims or something. In the last 15 years yeah. or something ridiculous like Joel that. Joel Selwood's only missed one final series. In his whole career. Yeah. That's, that's a stat like no other. Mm. And as much as it frustrates neutral supporters like us, I think it also is a testimony to how Geelong have this ability to not rebuild but... Um, like maintain, I guess, and yeah, just grow the list they've already got yeah. without having to fully rebuild. There's another word I'm trying to find there that they're using at the moment, and it's not coming to me. They're It'll just always, to me, they're just topping continually topping up with um, talent and stars, really. Oh, exactly. But their stars, their stars fit into their lineup as well. I mean, yeah. you see clubs go for big name players, and it doesn't quite work. But everyone they seem to bring in buys into their culture and yep. wants to come home. And I think it is that come home factor for those that live down on the surf coast. So yeah. they've done a great job. And they have their home. Retain, home not rebuild. <laughs> Fancy word, that one. Oh, it was a big one. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, they've done a great job at that. Back to the Lions. Absolutely. Jared Berry had his uh, probably breakout game, game of his career last week. and Star. Also suspended. Um, and then the tribunal hearing was tonight and he's off. Well, good thing we waited a little bit to record tonight because about two minutes before we started, the, the news came out that he yeah, got let off, which exactly. is some very good news. Very good news. As you uh, you said earlier. As you can see in the title of this podcast. Absolutely. Some very good news there. But no, he'd be... Um, look, it's a. I think the tribunal always acts a little differently in finals time, whether that's right or wrong. It's just the nature of the beast. Players are always going to get judged a little bit differently when it's known that they're going to miss a final the week after. Mm. Um, but they have to fight it. So I think he originally got the one match band, didn't he? And yeah, then he they did. had to fight it. So, yeah. yeah. Which, well, I mean, he must have had Cripps' lawyer. Yeah, absolutely, he must have. Well, I mean, all he would have had to have done was show the uh, the Jeremy Cameron footage earlier in the yeah. year, eye gouging Marlon Pickett and getting nothing for it, and yeah. saying, "Well, if he got off, yeah, exactly." So it's. Um, yeah, I, I don't think, think he was going to miss for that. No, I don't think he was going to. But that's another issue I think that the um, the tribunal system has is when you're letting almost identical situations go earlier in the season or certain you know certain times of the year, let them go, and then you try and just suspend a player later in the season for the same thing. Mm. You're just leaving a window open for them to just pull up a piece of paper or some footage and go, mate, look at this right here. It's exactly the same. Yep. You've got no grounds. And I think that's where the consistency needs to come back. But in saying that, I did think that Barry was always going to get off, yeah. even without that sort of um, former incident happening. I think he was always going to yeah. get off coming in all final, and they're going to need him. Is going to be very important, especially yep. if he plays like he did on the other the other night. Yeah, and they'll get Joe Dunher back this week, who pulled out the last minute Huge. for the birth of his first child. I'm pretty sure when the news came out that Joe Dunher had pulled out of the game, that's when most people go, nah, Melbourne have got this. Oh, yeah, I think so. 
I knew a lot of Mel- I know a few Melbourne supporters that were very confident, not because of that, but just in general with how the yep. season was going to end up. But once that happened as well, it's like, oh, well, here we go. His prelim week coming up. Yep. So that was, uh, yeah, that was huge, massive. But do you think Brisbane almost played better with without at all and playing that smaller lineup? So you looked the week yeah. before when they lost McInerney in the first quarter. They, I think that almost helped them against mm. the Tigers, losing McInerney. They had that smaller lineup. And then this week, last minute, they lose down to her and they play with that smaller forward line where you really only got McStay and Hipwood mm. and everyone else around them is small. And I think it's almost works quick. better for them. They were I mean, very quick. Yeah, oh, 100%. They were very fast. You have to play Danaher, obviously, if he comes yeah. back. But I feel like they almost play better without a tall on the side. Maybe. Like, Hipwood was very good. Even McStay played a pretty good game as well. So, Hipwood, his last half of – the last few games for Hipwood have been outstanding, I think. Yeah. Well, he was very good last week in particular. So, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what they do with Big Joe back. But, yeah, you've got to play him. Oh, 100%. You have to play him. You have to. You can't yeah. leave him out of the side. Um, what about the other semi-final? Pies – Dockers. Well, it wasn't as enthralling this one uh, from a neutral standpoint. It was a pretty one-sided affair for... 90,000, though, at the G. Massive. I mean, it was always going to draw a big big crowd Mm. like that. I think most people saw it coming, and the Pies have already sold out this week's final as well coming up. So they're well and truly out and about, the Collingwood supporters at the moment. I mean, they usually are. It's no surprise to see them doing what they're doing. But, yeah, in terms of the game, it was... Like I said, fairly one-sided. It was pretty comfortable for Collingwood the whole way through, but they just played with some intensity and the ferocity that they brought really makes a lot of uh, opposition fans nervous for what they may do going forward. Yeah, they looked incredible. Like the, the way they play um, is outstanding, really. And like I've said it many times, like the stats just don't add up to a win for them. And it still is the, um, is, is the, the story of the game. But the way they're playing, like they just... Two kicks, three kicks, they're down from defence to forward at rapid speed and it's it's working for them and it's it's exciting to watch from a neutral point of view anyway. Well, they've just got this ability to move the football so yeah, fast. Yeah, I think that's, that's their asset. That's what is keeping them in this position and winning them games. Oh, 100%. Because their transition is just incredible. That's it and that, that is what's winning them games and I think it's the ability to take the game on, especially when the game is close. They don't shy away from that style of footy. And I think that is what's helped. Because yeah. most teams try to slow the momentum, slow the pace down when the games get yeah. tight. And I think that's why they're winning these close games. Yeah. Is because they're going, no, let's take it on. And the other teams aren't prepared to. Yeah. They just go straight through the middle, fastest route forward, and it pays off for them. So hats off to them. Like they've, they've proved a lot of people wrong. They've certainly proved me wrong. I didn't think that it would stack up um, the way that they were playing all year. I thought they were getting pretty lucky with their wins, which I've said many times. But, yeah, I mean, all credit to them. They're in a prelim. Luck can only take you so far. Yeah, they're in a prelim and it wouldn't surprise me if they win this week as well. So good on them. Still don't like them, but credit where credit's due. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you can't take that away. But Frio, on the other hand, just a bit lacklustre. They started off pretty poor. Like they, I think they were a bit overawed by the occasion. Biggest crowd they, or pretty much all those players would have played in front of. Yeah, I mean, Nat Nat Fife's not out there and whether or not he's at his his best, I guess he's just, um, his aura. I yeah. guess makes a difference being... I mean, I know if I played alongside someone like Nat Fife, you'd automatically walk a little bit taller, wouldn't you, with yeah. someone like him out there. So him not being there may have had an influence. Who knows? It's uh, they, they really looked like they weren't up for the challenge at all. Nah. From early, yeah, from like you said, early stages of the game. Yeah. David Bundy's last game, though, that was emotional at the end. It was emotional, especially he's one of those players you'd, you never really thought was going to retire because yeah. he just kept going. Yeah. And he didn't look like... He needed to retire either. Like, mm. he, he still got it. 
Absolutely. Yeah, he, so he, was, he played well. He did play well. Um, and he, he always does. He's Mr. Consistent. You know what you're going to get from David Mundy every time. So sad to see him go, but he seemed to be enjoying his uh, Mad Monday celebrations. Yeah, I don't know if good. you saw those. I Mandy, love that. Man. It was that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I had him on the shoulders yeah. and everyone was going nuts. He, just seems, like a, he just seems like a great guy. Oh, he? 100%. Um, you'll all get to experience that when we get him on the podcast one day. We no will. doubt. Pass player. Absolutely. We love, him. We love a pass player. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll get try to get Mundy on. But no, that'd be... Uh, He's, yeah, he seems like an absolutely fantastic bloke. Yeah. All right, that is semi-finals done. Some other big news. We didn't touch on the AFL TV rights deal last week. I think it went, went through down. from memory on the, the night of recording. The day, bef- day the after. Day, the day after and, recording, yeah. I think it was. But yeah, there's a new broadcast deal, finally. Some big, big bucks coming the AFL's way. Yeah. How do you feel about the new broadcast? What do you want to outline? Do you do you understand it pretty, in, well, pretty thoroughly? Yeah, I get it. Like, it's so Fox... Fox Footy essentially going to have their own broadcast for every single game, which is great. Like it, it, it softens the the impact of them keeping Channel Seven because I think a lot of people are fed up with Channel 7's coverage. Like it's it's pretty garbage. <laughs> the people that they have on and um, and just their production content in general, I think, is pretty poor compared to what Fox Footy does. And um, and I think if, you know if Paramount or someone like that got it, it would have done a better job. I think Channel Seven have just done their time now and they've lost mm. a lot of legendary figures like Bruce McAvaney, Dennis Cometti like once they left it's been it's, it's really it's yeah. gone to shit it's a bit like the footy show when it lost Gary yeah. Lyon and James Brady yeah. and stuff like that it's just poor like the, the commentary on it's just we're always questioning what commentators say on Channel 7 coverage Mo- don't we I think mostly BT BT like Luke Darcy sometimes like it's yeah, just it's, yeah it's interesting the, the only consistent one out there is Richo Wayne Carey. Oh, <laughs> actually, well, we did speak about Wayne Carey yeah, we didn't did. we last we week? Did. I was going to say yeah. we didn't touch on him, but we did. Yeah, no, um, I just thought I thought it would have been nice to get someone else replace Channel Seven, another free to wear station. You're maybe like about. Paramount or like Paramount and Fox Footy or Paramount. But Paramount but, then would have been another paid but, service. But they're with Channel Ten, so Channel Ten would have taken the free to wear games, like what Channel Seven does, and then their paid service would be through Paramount. Through Paramount Plus, would that be instead of Foxtel, or yeah, as well as I Fox think it would have been instead of Foxtel. Yeah, see, no, I like that Foxtel's kept it. Yeah, I like the Fox Footy aspect of, of it as well. Yeah, so I, yeah. to be honest with you, I'm actually happy with this um, coverage now because the free to wear, like for those that are watching free to wear, it is what it is with Seven. Hopefully, they need, they know now that they're going to lift their game because there's a lot of commentary around the fact that people weren't so happy with it. Mm. But then, like you said, Fox now has different separate coverage for every game, so they're no longer using Seven's coverage yeah. of the free-to-air mm-hmm. games. If you've got Fox, though, you're not watching the Channel Seven well, coverage, are you? Exa- no, exactly right. So I actually, I'm not too disappointed yeah, with the deal. It doesn't affect me too much here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I need to start. I need to go on Ko actually. Yeah. Now I've moved out of well, home. You've I got need to three, jump on Ko. Three years to do it. Two years. When does it start? 2025. Yeah, it's a couple of years away. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got time. To save up. But a lot of money coming into the league, which. Maybe it's just me and every other Richmond supporter out there, but I hope it goes towards the uh, the arc system and the cameras that we have to review goal footage yeah. because it is shit. Yeah, they need to. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they put their money into that. Well, I think it's all going to Tassie, isn't it? Well, a lot of it probably would, yeah. no doubt. Well, did you did you speaking of sorry speaking of the arc and all that? Did you know? Did you hear the news that came out about it today? What that they're now talking about bringing in a new rule. Where if the umpire isn't really a hundred percent, he just says I don't know, and that way there's no umpire's call to overturn. The Tom Lynch rule. So, in, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm smelling guilty conscience from the <laughs> AFL. That's all this screams to me. 
you bring in a new rule after a big controversy that directly affects what would have happened then, it screams guilty conscience. Maybe I think this is their way of saying we got it wrong. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. Instead of just showing us the footage they allegedly have, which <laughs> they still haven't done. Damien Hardwick got brought in. He did the little tour around the arcs for all the systems, but there's no word of him seeing Oh, any. he actually got... Apparently he's got. He went through, I think oh, he's right. actually been brought through, but there's no, still no definitive what, to decision. Check, to check the footage. Or oh, they what? wanted to show him around the arc and show him and all, but the, but there's no word right. on what footage was shown and whether or not there was any definitive footage because there's not, and we know everyone knows that. Yeah. Any sane person knows that that doesn't exist, but that's not the point. I'm. I don't. I think. I don't. I don't know if I like that. The umpire doesn't have a call. Mm. What's the point of him being there? Him or her being there if they don't know? Yeah, it's your job. I don't mind the way it is now where they if they go, look, I do believe it's a goal, but I just want to check. No issue with that, but we have to get the technology mm. better. Otherwise, let's just leave it with the umpires purely and have no review system. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being salty still. I don't but know. It's a tough one. I, I don't like the idea of the umpire going, nah, not sure. Because they're not really going to care. Gonna, they're going to say that a lot then. That's what I mean. Like the, they're not going to care. Way out. How many goals now... Do we have to, if, especially when you're there and you have to sit there and you watch the umpire go, score review, yeah. umpire believes it was a goal, and you can sit there and wait for five minutes what the other team sets up. If the umpire doesn't knows he doesn't have to make a call, he's just going to not give a shit. Yeah, it's true. So I don't like that. Yeah, as soon as they have a, a moment of doubt, they're going to be like, oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. That's just going to, that, that's, that's going to get, that excuse will get used so often. And, and then we're going to have to watch it tw- like twice yeah. as many goal reviews and no one wants to see that. You want to speed the game up? Let's limit yeah, goal reviews, all right? So either get the technology better and ju- let's just leave it with the umpires making their own decision. I think that's the best way and that's yep. their job at the end of the day. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about some trade news that's been floating around. Absolutely. Uh, and sorry, Richmond fans, not Toronto and Hopper. No, <laughs> that was last week. about that last week. But this week, Junior Rioli. Absolutely. For those who haven't switched on, Junior Rioli is, is Willie really Rioli. Yeah. Um, who's at the moment being referred to as Junior Rioli, but... Let's go to Port. Yeah, which I mean, that was, that was, they were the rumors that he wanted to go to Port Adelaide, and it's not entirely surprising from a media aspect because, like I said, there were the rumors swirling around. But disappointing from a West Coast point of view, we mm. stood by him during the whole drug saga he went through personally with the thing was weed they found on him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and you know they stood by him. I think he had, what was he spent it a year. He missed a football. He didn't play for a season. Yeah, I think it was longer than that. What, was it two years? I think it was year? two years. Yeah, he did, we didn't play for. a very extended period of time and mm. they stuck by him. They could have easily delisted him, but they didn't. And he comes back, plays one season and then says, no, nope, see you later. Yeah. Gonna it's a bit poor from him, but he's got his reasons. I think it's his family reasons. Oh, look, yeah, there, there's always reasons, but I mean, there's also, you get a bit of, bit of gratitude that you think would have to be involved in a decision like this, don't you? You'd think so, but who knows? Who knows? Even if you signed on for another year or, you know, another year and just said, look, I do want to go home, but... I want to thank, you know, but I appreciate what's been done for me. He wouldn't have a career if West Coast didn't stick yeah, by him. It's true. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's disappointing. I mean, I'm all for players having the right to play and go where they want to go. I, I think that's fine. If you do, if you don't want feel like you belong in a city or at a club and you want to move, then go ahead. But I think also you get to pay a bit of respect to the club that's done that much for you. Mm. So, yeah, I think loyalty is definitely starting to die a little bit in, in footy. Well, what about second, third year players wanting to uh, leave and Luke Jackson chase the cash? Well, um, here's a question: Do you think if Luke Jackson didn't win a flag last year, he'd be asking to move? Yeah, probably. 
Yeah, I, I think, it's, I think it's still good. I heard the question raised a little bit, saying like, "Oh, now he's won a flag. Is he just happy to go wherever? Like, is he not premiership hunting anymore? If that makes sense. Like, he knows Melbourne are in that window. I mean, Freo arguably still are as well. And if he goes there, geez. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I still think he would have gone regardless. He seems pretty adamant and going home. But yeah, second. And the, the figures that are getting thrown around, like, how do you say no to that? Yeah, I also think a bit much. Oh, way too much. It's over. A bit ridiculous. Like, first of all, he's a ruckman, which always a dangerous prospect. He'll be second ruck at Freo. Well, again, Sean Darcy, Darcy will be number one ruck. Has to be, doesn't he? Yeah. So because Sean Darcy is more of a pure ruckman. Yeah. Than Luke Jackson is. Luke Jackson can go He'll as a forward. probably play stuff forward. Too, but yeah. yeah. Which they probably need a key forward. Because Lob's be going to leave. Lob seems like he's going to go. You're right. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he's definitely getting paid overs if the numbers are getting thrown around, you know, mm. end up being what he gets paid. But I don't know as well. Yeah. Second or third year player already on the move. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say <laughs> to you in that situation. I've never had to move away from home for that long and mm. a family. So I'm not sure what it would be like. But I feel like for the money that he'd be earning, it could you know, compensate a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, those figures are just ridiculous, but good on him. I'd take it if I was him as well. Oh, so. mate, if I, how old are you? 20, 21? 21, I think. 22. Yeah, yeah. If I was his age and I was getting off of those, that money, I'd be moving yeah, too. Absolutely. So. Uh, anyway, there are a couple of trade news that have been happening. So they're both officially requested trades out. Um, so we'll, Watch to see how that plays out over the next few weeks. I think Tanner Braun was another one as well, yes, by the way. Yes, he wants to go to Geelong. Yes, well, Geelong missed their other Giants man and Hopper. Yep. Well, not technically yet, but well, lost interest. Be careful what you say. Uh, that's why I said not technically yet. <laughs> There's still a chance to get him. But yeah, he's nominated Richmond Hopper. But now Tanner Braun has come out and nominated Geelong as his preferred destination. And I haven't heard much coming the other way, whether or not Geelong are interested in... Tanner Braun. I'm not saying they're not. I just haven't really heard a lot. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I so, don't know too much about Tanner, Tanner Braun, to be honest. Braun? Braun? I think it's Braun, probably. Yeah, I like I'm yeah. not sure. Anyway. Scooter Braun, I'm thinking of. Scooter. Scooter yeah. Braun. <laughs> Tanner Braun. Um, yeah, you're right. I, don't, I haven't heard much coming the other way from Geelong's point of view, but he's nominated, um, yeah, Geelong is his yeah. destination of choice. And hopefully Blake Akers um, nominates the Blues in the next few days as well. Another one in the rumour mill. Talk about that uh, happening. I heard today that we're going to use the compensation pick that we get from Liam Jones um, to use that as part of the deal. It could be a handy one. It was an unexpected pick you probably weren't expecting to have, so why not just throw it in the mix? Exactly. So If he's interested in coming, he'd be a big get. Well, he was close to best on ground on Saturday night in the semi-final. He was... Definitely Frio's best player. Probably so. kept the minute. Yeah. So I think he'd be great. Exactly what we need. Someone um, to play on the wing there and mature body. So it's going to be good. So yeah, that plays out as well. Um, well, we mentioned uh, the Queen at, from the top. But he's also doing more more damage. She's moved the Brownlow. Talk about profound impact. <laughs> She's uh, moved the Brownlow from our usual Monday till Sunday. I do not know how I feel about this. Although... It had to be done. The Monday public holiday would have been way better. Yeah, but with the brand on the Sunday, they're not going to clash the Queen's funeral coverage. No, with the no, 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 no. But you keep it on the Sunday, the Brownlow. You move it to the Sunday, but you have the public holiday on the Monday, yeah. so you can have a big Brownlow night and recover all day Monday. That's true. Do you usually have a big Brownlow night? No, but no. it's normally on a Monday night. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It was Sunday. La- no, not like no. year before it was, was twenty twenty. It? it was. Was it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, I, COVID don't year. I don't remember that. But there you go. Your grand final week, mate. No, I was too busy focusing on other things, mate. <laughs> not lucky you winning the brown, though. But, um, 
Well, yeah, we will do a big Brownlow preview next week, though. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Absolutely. Whip the old Got suit and tie back out. Big things planned, so keep an eye out for that. We'll obviously do some predictions and, um, yeah, figure out which one of us reckons Paddy Cripps will win it. Um, I'm sure we all know which one. Definitely. If the season quick. ended at round five, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you still think Shane Edwards would win it, so... So when have I ever settle said, down. When have I ever said that? <laughs> <laughs> it's Jen Shaw. <laughs> That's one of them. Exactly right. One of the two is going to get up for sure. He's going to be up there yeah. in the polling. But yeah, no, it's going to be a big episode next week. Really looking forward to that. But it is massive news, yeah, that the Brownlow has been shifted to Sunday night. Yeah. Um, I wonder what impact this has on the preparation of the players. Is it, is it back in Melbourne as well, I'm guessing, this Sunday week? Night. That is this week. Jeez. Yeah, it's coming oh up. My real God, quick. it has really has crept up. I was trying. Is that it's the week up? No, it's, it's this weekend. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because pre, it's prelim final weekend. Mm. Yeah. Scary. Which we will talk about now. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Like speaking of uh, prelim finals, unless, there's a few. Oh, few. Unless there's two you, big ones. Did you have any more to say about the Queen? Or that's enough. Well, I have a lot to say about the Queen actually, <laughs> but that you have to catch out on my uh, my Royals <laughs> podcast. I talk about the monarchy and what they mean to us as Australians. So you can yeah. jump over to there later, but for now we'll talk about the prelims. <laughs> the prelims, all right. Prelim final weekend, the most pure weekend of footy according to some. Yeah, um, it is. It really is. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, Friday night we've got Geelong and Brisbane at the MCG. Very much looking forward to this. It's going to be a ripper, especially wow. if the Lions can get up. Which I'm personally, I'm really hoping they do. Mm. It, it's, it's almost a bit like last week, isn't it? Where it was Melbourne, Brisbane and... Brisbane, Melbourne were the heavy favourites and you just thought, oh, well, not, not much to see here. But I think with what we've seen from Brisbane, I mean, the odds don't suggest it um, on sports, but at the moment. But I, I really think Brisbane can give Geelong a really good shake if they play their best footy. Um, but in saying that, if Geelong play their best footy as well, that no one really stops them, I don't yeah. think. So it's going to be tough either way. Being at the G, you have to go Geelong, I think. But I'm not counting Brisbane out by any means. No, no, definitely not. I think... I think Geelong are definitely gettable, especially at the MCG and the way Brisbane played last week. I think that can really expose them with their pace um, and their star power as well. And that, yeah, bring back Joe Danaher, they're going to have a pretty dangerous forward line. So I'm not going to tip Brisbane, but geez, I wouldn't, it would not surprise me if they get up. Oh, no, it'll be yeah, very tight. So what did you tip in Geelong? What's your, tip, mar- what's no, your no, margin? Tip in Geelong, we'll best, say. Best player as well. Geelong by 13 points. It'll be close. Um, oh, I'm best player, I think. Tom Stewart. Yeah. Well, I think if Brisbane's forwards are pumping like I think they will, I reckon Tom Stewart in the back line could be yeah. a force to be reckoned Save with. Day. Absolutely. So, yeah, Tom Stewart. Yep. I think Geelong by seven. I think Ooh. it's going to be a real tight one. And player of the match, oh, it's hard to go past Jezza. Cameron. Yeah, he I was think. my go-to and then I... Mm-hmm. Changed it last minute, but yeah, Jess yeah. is a good one. He's been yeah. dominating, hasn't he? Yeah, he's the man for the occasion, loves a big game. So, yeah, no, that's going to be good Friday night footy. And I think I may have had an invitation to watch it with you at your new pad, potentially. Yes, but it is BYO chair. Yes. So, you know, so I might just bring this one that I'm sitting on now. You can bring that, take that into mind. More than welcome to come watch it at my joint. I've got the, uh, I didn't mention this actually, but. For the first time in my life, I've uh, got the TV and I've got a sound bar and subwoofer, so the sound of the footy is going to be unbelievable. (laughs) We know a few boys. (laughs) But the sound is going to be unbelievable. So um, great. Yeah, can't wait to have you over. Beautiful. It's uh, BT flying on the commentary, nice and loud. Uh, We'll be be watching on Fox. Oh, no. No, You can't yet. Not for another three years. Jeez, I'm getting ahead of myself. 
BD. <laughs> we'll get him uh, on the pod day one, yeah. one day as well. Um, all right, the other prelim, we've got Sydney and Collingwood, Saturday Twilight at the SCG. I hope you're not trying to fly there. I was just about to say, have you seen the airfares there? A grand return, isn't it? To Sydney, which one are we going? Hey. That is ridiculous. In, I mean, look, if, if I looked up and I saw a flight for $1,000, and a lot of people are doing this, so I'm not you know, an innovator here, but I'm hopping straight in my car and driving to Sydney. Yeah, you're driving. Definitely. You, there's no chance. No way. There's no chance you're no. spending a grand. A grand? Hey, it's like 1600 1700 return. Oh, return? I thought it was a grand return. No, it's like 1600 Oh, jeez. It's worse. Well, way worse, You're yeah. not doing that. No way. No, no, no. You, you, yeah. You're driving. It's not even that far up a drive anyway. No way. To watch your team in a prelim, you drive that. Yeah. 100%. You don't, you don't question that. You get up there and you... You make the journey, and if anything, it makes it more special, the drive, too. There's a lot of Collingwood fans have cars, though. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's a good one joke. One joke today. I was going to say, Centrelink have minibuses, don't they? They can drive (laughs) up and down. Okay. Oh, that's it. That's (laughs) out of the system. I'm scared for our safety now. Yeah, it's out of the system. No, they're all all on the bus, mate. (laughs) They're all on the way up to Sydney. We're good for the weekend. But, yeah, no, it's going to be an absolute packed house, and the last game Collingwood lost... Was at this same venue, I believe, against it the was. Swans, so so. Sydney are the only team to beat Collingwood apart from Geelong in the finals over the last 13, 14 weeks. Jeez. So it's, uh, and yeah, history is against Collingwood here, but oh, I'm almost tempted to tip him, to be honest. It just, it just nothing would surprise me anymore. Nah. But I think maybe with the week off, a lot of people forgetting how good Sydney were but Sydney against were Melbourne. Good, but then we also saw Mel- what Melbourne did last week, and does that take the gloss off Sydney a little bit? Mm. You know, not necessarily because I think the style of footy that Sydney played really stacks up. Yeah, oh, I'm not saying that they're they're no good, but yeah, and I know what you're getting. You know at. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, look, I think it could go either way. I mean, it's going to be a great game. Sydney did what they did against the D's, and Buddy Franklin barely got a touch of the footy. If Buddy Franklin yeah. gets a good sniff, I mean. Wow. Yeah. He could true. have a fantastic game. So I'm tipping Sydney purely because, one, I want Sydney to win the grand final this year. And, two, I just think the home ground advantage might just get them over the line. But Colin would have come in red hot at the moment and it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if they got the win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Swans. I think Swans by four points. I think if it gets close, Colin would win. Geelong beat them in a close one the other way. Nah, that's true. That's so true. Maybe in finals they lose the close ones, hopefully. Um, who's, so your, who's your best player? Luke Parker. Yeah. Finals built. Mm. Finals built Luke Loves Parker. It. Loves it. Well, I'm going Sydney by 20. A little bit more. Mm. Best player, Scott Pendlebury. A losing game. And a losing game. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If anyone was going to do it. He was very good last week. He oh, was, he, was great. And you know, he's been in this stage multiple times. Yep. He knows how to play finals footy and he's just so composed. I, I love watching Penelope play football. So, yeah, for mm. me, he'll be my BOG. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Prelim weekend. It's a great weekend. Um, yeah, we'll... This time next week, we'll know who will be facing off in the, in the grand final. Back I can't in its that. original time slot at the MCG, 2.30 next Saturday. Where it belongs, if you ask me. Where it me. belongs, it's going to be good. First uh, Melbourne grand final in two years, three years. 
Yeah, three years. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. 2019 was the last one. Yes, we all know that, Grin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a reminder of who, <laughs> who won that one? It's um, Well, only one team showed up that, that game, so hopefully it's a lot better game than the last one. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd hope so. You'd hope mm. it's a lot closer than an 84.89, Big win. <laughs> Um, you'd hope it's a close margin yeah. uh, for sure, grand final week. But it scares me to think that in two weeks' time, three weeks' time, we have no footy. Done. It's trade time. That's it, which is exciting in itself, but it's not, yeah, the, same. It's not the same. You, you want to watch games of footy, so... It's not the same. It's but scary to think that's going to be... As I was telling the, the other week, it's good to have a bit of a break and have a different and have an outlet over summer, um, well, get into other sports. You did tell me that, and I've tried to dip into the Premier League a little <laughs> bit. I've always had a loose, a loose follow for the Chelsea Football Club, and... I've tried to jump on over the weekend and the Queen had to cark it again, and all the games the queen, have been the postponed. Again. The Queen is causing absolute got no, carnage. Got no football to watch. So then I see that, you know, the, the American football has been taken over. The, um, the, the games came back, was it like a few days ago, about a week ago? Yeah, started it? on the weekend. Started yeah. on the weekend. Um, so NFL is back. It's back. It's I huge. thought I am, a again, loosely a Steelers fan. So I thought I'll jump on this. <laughs> Very loosely. Very loosely a Steelers fan. I don't really understand the game. I thought, you know, I'm going to jump on, learn a new sport, follow someone. They wear the yellow and black, so why not get mm. around them? And then, sure enough, I realised I don't have any asp- any way to watch them at the moment because I don't have KO or Foxtel. So yeah, I get yeah. to jump on that now so I can get going. Yeah, that's good. Watch a game with me and I'll, uh, I'll teach you. It's a bloody good sport. Once you learn it, once you learn the rules, it's um it's very entertaining to watch and... The theatre of it is is great, and obviously the American athletes, the the character, personality that they have, it's a, uh, it's very good. Well, what I, as we had a rude interruption here, just the marketing manager just walking, just waltzing in. I think she forgets it's uh it's not her not her house anymore. She just <laughs> walks in any room she feels like. What I was, tr- I'm startled by that. Anyway, what I was trying to say was, yeah. I noticed uh, on the uh, NFL social media some of the individual clubs having jabs at other teams. I absolutely yeah, loved it. I mean, good. I, I follow the Steelers and I saw them having di- digs at the Cubs or the Bears. I don't know the what Cubs. they're called. <laughs> I think Cubs is baseball, Cubs isn't is it? baseball. I'm not a big, I'm not a big American sports fan. Yeah, the Steelers. I like my basketball. The Bears, Chicago the Bears. Bears. Yeah. Having digs at the Bears. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, so. it's good. Yeah, that's what I love about it. I love, love the banter, the theatre of it, drama. It's great. And then obviously you got, you know, players like Tom Brady who have been playing for 50 years. Like he's... And Out he's, of retirement? He was arguably he's arguably still the best player in it. Like he's he's a freak. Um, so it's just so many stories and um, yeah, it's great. Oh, it's fan. Yeah, it, look if especially when it comes around Super Bowl time, when every yeah. bandwagon fan starts to watch, you get a sense of it. Yeah. So I'm I'm I am excited to jump on board at least until the NBA season starts back up and I can go back to something I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was this time twelve months ago where I got into the NFL and haven't looked back since. So maybe yeah. you might be like me and and just love it. So. You might. Maybe. Don't worry about the NBA. No, it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, shall we wrap up? I think, Absolutely. I think the marketing manager probably wants us or wants this room back or, or something. So Yeah, someone's trying to get in here for whatever yeah. reason. So we'll, we'll call it quits for this episode. But uh, yeah, we'll, um, we'll chat next week after the prelims. Enjoy the round. Enjoy the brown low. And we'll have some good content for you next week.